Thank you for listening to America's Start, an American history podcast designed with quick and simple lessons to broaden your knowledge and understanding of how America got its start. This is Season 1, Episode 5, The Declaration of Independence, Free and Independent. At last, we've reached the final of our five parts in this series on the Declaration of Independence. Before we finish, let's review Parts 1 and 4, and I highly, highly encourage you, if this is your first time listening and you've just stumbled across this podcast, go ahead and go back and start with Part 1. Part 1 was, when in the course of human events, it basically laid out the preamble to the Declaration of Independence. Part two, we hold these truths to be self-evident. That talked about the human rights that every human has that the king was violating, which leads into part three, charges against the king, where the colonists outlined all of the charges they had against King George violating those human rights. And part four, the government has failed, which speaks to the colonists attempting to make right with the British government and being loyal British subjects and it's just not working out. In part five, the founders are about to do something that will label them as traitors in England, punishable by death. What they are about to do will spark a great war between an unorganized, untrained, and ill-equipped colonists and the greatest fighting force on the face of the planet, the British Army. What these men are about to do will forever change history in a way they couldn't imagine. They were about to declare themselves free and independent states that would govern themselves without the permission of the British crown. Make sure to dot all those I's and cross those T's, because this is where it gets good. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled. The men who had signed this document were representing the people of the colonies, not the interests of the British government. The colonies had no representation in British Parliament, and their complaints and ideas have been ignored, as outlined in Part 4. Appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the restitute of our intentions due in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare. Here they are citing God again as a supreme judge of mankind, not the king. They have made that argument only that God can give and take away certain rights, and now they are stating that God is even more powerful than the king. The king didn't like that, I'm sure. They again state that they are making this publication and declaration on behalf of and by the authority of the people. To the king, the idea that the people had any authority was ridiculous, but to the founders, They understood that the government derived its power from the people it governed, and if the government did not do what the people wanted, it should be abolished, as outlined in part two. At this point, the phrase, we the people, has not been used, but it will be, as the first three words of the United States Constitution. That these colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states. There it is, one of the most powerful sentences in American history, period. I'll read it again. That these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states. That they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connections between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. 
To drive this point home, they leave no room for misinterpretation that the colonies were now going to be free and independent. The founders added a part that says they no longer have any loyalty or political connection to the king or the British government. And that as free and independent states have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. Not only do the colonists have no loyalty or connection to the British, but they can also do all of the things that free and independent countries can do. They don't need to ask for permission or check with anyone else. They are no longer British colonies, but are now the United States of America. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. The founders believe that this declaration is protected by divine providence, which is the belief that God will preserve his creation of those outlined in the beginning of the document being life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The final part of this sentence is so powerful. The men who would pen their names at the bottom knew that they were doing would most likely cost them their lives, their fortunes, and their honor. If the colonists could not fend off the British, then the history books would label them as traitors and toss them to the side of the margin as rebels who were struck down by the loyal and honorable King of England. They would be hung with great fanfare to show the loyal British subjects what happened to those who wished to denounce the crown. They were not hung in the public square. Instead, they were memorialized as some of the bravest and most forward-thinking men of their time. What kind of men would it take what kind of men would take on the might of the British government with little more than some parchment paper and some iron gall ink? These men. That's who. If you go to my blog at mrvandusen.blogspot.com, which is available in the show notes, you will see all of the men who signed the Declaration of Independence. Congratulations, men. You have created what will become the greatest nation on the face of the planet, a nation that will harness the atom, put a man on the moon, and live out an amazing experiment in self-governance that had lasted for over 200 years with no plans of ending. Well done. This will conclude Season 1 of America's Start, the Declaration of Independence. If you enjoyed listening, I ask that you leave a review and share with your friends. And also make sure that you subscribe so that you are notified when we start Season 2, the Constitution of the United States. As a note, you can find all of these episodes also on my blog, which is available in the show notes. America's Start podcast can be found wherever you find quality podcasts. If this is your first time listening, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends to help spread the word. You can follow John at Mr. Underscore JVD on Twitter, and you can also read his blog, which is at mrvandusen.blogspot.com.